Oil prices haven't started dropping yet, but because of corruption and because of the uh, over-reliance on, um, on, 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 on ex extractive economy, it's still, the economic growth has basically slowed to crawl uh, by, uh, by 2013, by the end of 2013. So he still has to throw this big party, which has been planning for many years. He went to Guatemala City personally to lobby uh, for the Olympics. Not only that, he gave a speech in English, which he'd never done before. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. Feel. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10, we did not know each other. And we could not speak to each other because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA. It is because America has not invested in its people. Shame on you. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if we could have figured out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change their lives forever. Well, that didn't happen. And here we are. You're wrong. Are you better off than you were four years ago? You didn't know this kid, okay? We did it. They're looking for help. We call BS. They're looking for help. They're not looking for more of the same. When people lose their jobs, there's a good chance I'll know them by their names. When a factory closes, I know the people who ran it. When the businesses go bankrupt, I know them. We will respond with that timeless creed that sums up the spirit of a people. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. And when we get enough money, honey, we'll bring you down. Children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public, to public Access, Access America. America. And um, he... Uh, um, so he's, he's been planning for this great moment. And the Olympics, remember, uh, the last Olympics in Russia were the Moscow Olympics in, the 1980, in 1980, which were supposed to also be a symbol of greatness and turned into something entirely different because the United States boycotted the Moscow Olympics over the invasion of Afghanistan. So it's also partly taking revenge for, for that humiliation of 1980. So all of that is in one pile. And then in um, the fall of 2013, it turns out that a lot of Western countries aren't sending their luminaries. Uh, the, uh, the first, I think, it was the president of Germany who said he wasn't coming, then Belgium, uh, then someone else, and then finally Obama announces his delegation, which doesn't include an elected official. Uh, the highest placed official that it includes is a deputy assistant secretary of state, which is just an insult. And to add more insult, 
there are two openly gay uh, former Olympians in the delegation. And this is uh, about a year and a half into Putin's anti-gay campaign, uh, because the way that he ended up dealing with the protesters was by queer baiting them and by sort of focusing Russia's ire on the LGBT population. So there are no good photo ops in Sochi. It's basically, instead of a party, it's a disaster. Uh, at the last minute, Putin tried to clean up his act um, by releasing Khodorkovsky, who, uh, the former oligarch who'd been a political prisoner for 10 years, releasing the members of Pussy Riot, who'd been in jail for nearly two years, releasing uh, the 30, I think, two members of Greenpeace who were on a ship that Russia had hijacked in neutral waters, uh, in international waters in September, of, uh, a ship flying the Dutch flag. Uh, so they release all of those people, but it's too late to save Sochi. So that ends more resentment to, to his feelings around Sochi. Uh, and meanwhile, Ukraine, which is not just Russia's closest neighbor, but very much sort of the country that Russia identifies with and really, really identifies with, right? I mean, R Russians of all kinds look at Ukraine to understand their own country. And Putin is no exception. So in Ukraine, there have been these protests going on for now several months. And it, it's because uh, Ukrainians are, uh, want a closer association with Western Europe rather than Russia. He interprets those protests as anti-Russian. Uh, but they've, th they've thrown the country into absolute turmoil. Now, so all of that is in place and his military buildup is in place. I don't think it's a matter of having plans for the Crimea in place. It's a matter of having plans for everything in place. Right? It's, like, it's like Chekhov's gun hanging on the wall, except that they have a plan for invading every country on the wall. Right? Uh, that's, that's what a lot of the investment of the military has been, is making plans for how we're going to fight this war in this, uh, in this other war, how we're going to uh, re-annex parts of Finland, and how we're going to re-annex the Baltic states and, and Moldova and Ukraine. And so here's the moment to take Crimea. Uh, and it's, it's clear from the way that the Crimean operation was carried out that it was indeed a well-planned operation. Uh, it was carried out on the spur of the moment when he saw the opportunity. But the, oper the plans for the operation uh, had long since been designed and, 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 and it was just a, a matter of implementation. Um, and then there are a lot of people around him who want to go further, who want to go into Ukraine. And he has nothing to lose by going into Ukraine. Not that he actually thinks about his losses. I mean, he's, he's a brilliant opportunist and not a planner. And actually, Sochi is a perfect example of how little he plans. Usually, uh, the, the Olympics are very often held in dictatorships. And dictatorships usually clean up their act a year or two before the Olympics and then do things like arrest all the political, uh, all the dissidents and reinstate the death penalty like China did the day after the Olympics ends. But not Russia. Russia didn't clean up its act because Putin is not a planner. Right? Putin realized that he had to do something six weeks before the actual Olympics and released everybody, but it was too late. So it's not like he's looking for, ahead to what's going to happen if, if he invades Ukraine. Ukraine. He invades Ukraine because he can and because uh, it's, good, it's good for mobilization. And it's worked really well for him. I mean, if you look at the, the 
his popularity curve. It goes up vertically again, just like it did in uh, September, October 1999, when he promised to hunt down the terrorists. It goes up vertically again, just as the, the economic, uh, uh, economic expectations curve in, uh, uh, goes down. Thank you for listening listening to Public Public Access Access America. America. Produced by Public Access Pod. Discover great new playlists on SoundCloud at at Public Public Access Access America. America. Discover our catalog of vintage videos on YouTube at at Public Public Access Access America. America. And finally, Finally, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts Podcasts or anywhere you listen to your favorite shows. You never actually see that in a normal country. You never see a leader whose popularity is up and holding while people's subjective economic well-being is down, uh, drops down uh, uh, precipitously and holds. Sociologists will tell you that those, those lines have to meet. In fact, they have to cross in the opposite direction. Right? Um, but that doesn't happen in Russia. And I think the reason it doesn't happen in Russia is because ultimately Russia has reverted to the state of, uh, of mobilizational identification with the state. He's delivered what he promised, which is to bring back to people the feeling of identifying with something great. And when they're hammered with uh, sanctions, mm-hmm. uh, does that diminish him in some way? Does it diminish him with his people? Um, well, you know, he's, he did something really interesting with the sanctions. So uh, the, uh, the U.S. and, and the European uh, uh, Union and uh, Australia and I think a couple of other countries introduced sanctions, which were designed... To I mean, they're, 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 they were based on a ridiculous premise that uh, on a premise that that comes from an, uh, from a basic misunderstanding of of the way that Russia works. That uh, if if they if they squeezed him economically a little bit, he would uh, people would uh, his popularity would would suffer. Uh, people would protest. And then he would have to change his behavior. I mean, first of all, it, it, uh, Putin had been in power by that point in, for, for 15 years. He had never shown an ability to change course. He had never shown that he reacts to pressure with anything but aggression. But also, there's a fundamental misunderstanding of how his dialogue with his people was working. By this time, he had cracked down in the wake of the protests. So Russia was uh, two years into a full-fledged political crackdown. It's not like he was worried about sort of feedback, and, and, uh, and it's not like protests were a real option. Um, but they also clearly weren't looking at how much more popular he had become because of the invasion. So. Sanctions, I, I'm not opposed to sanctions. I just think that sanctions should be based on moral uh, considerations uh, and values, not on the idea that they, were, uh, that, that they could squeeze him in, into changing his behavior. But uh, after sanctions went into effect, Putin did something extraordinary, which is he made the sanctions worse. He introduced counter sanctions, banned the import of uh, uh, food products from all the countries 
uh, that that had joined the sanctions, with the exception of Switzerland, uh, and. Um, that actually uh, was a huge blow to the Russian economy, but especially to sort of individual economy, because uh, nearly at the time, nearly all Russian food was imported. Partly because it's an extractive economy, the ruble had been very strong for many years. There was no reason for Russians to to make their own food; they were importing it. Right, so. Um, so the sort of the saner rationale for, for those counter-sanctions was to jumpstart uh, Russian food production. But of course, that's not how it works, right? Prices went through the roof. Uh, people really felt the squeeze, but that actually made the sense of being, being at war stronger. So even though people suffered, Putin's popularity didn't suffer. Public Access America, America. History in the Making, 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 History in the Making. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online, and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.